Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, What Do You See? Part 2. My read is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8. And I am going to jump straight into the teaching from where I left it. And my read is taken from verse 22 to 26 from the NIV version. They came to Bethesda and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. And when he had spat on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He took. He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. I shared in part one of this teaching that children of God were not created to see people like trees walking around. Trees cannot walk. Trees were made to bear fruits. So Papa God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1, 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, he told Jeremiah. Before you were born, I sanctify you and I ordain you a prophet to the nations. And I like the word sanctified. I was sharing in the part one of the teaching that sanctified means to be set apart. Sanctified is where Papa God takes back ownership of what belongs to him. Sanctification is taking the relationship a bit further from where it first began. It is called, I have set you apart to work for me. And I shared in the first teaching that um, Papa God is really particular about his child, who he has sanctified. And he said, don't touch my anointed and do his prophet no harm. If, you're up, if your touch is anointed, which is a sanctified one that I'm talking about, and if you're doing any harm, he's coming to get you. So he said, the Bible, don't touch my anointed and do my prophet no harm. So one such person that God set apart to work for him was Adam, the first man that he created. The Bible let us know God created Adam in his image and likeness, Genesis 2. And um, Adam had the ability and creative knowledge to name things like his Papa God. And the Bible said, whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So verse 19, let us know that. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals, all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam had creative abilities to name things presented to him like his Papa God. And the Bible let us know in Genesis 2.20, Adam gave names 
to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. So why did I include these examples? To remind children of God of their given, their God-given creative abilities that they have, like Adam, to create and name things, to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. The earth, God's ability given to children of God to see clearly. Man was never created to see people like trees and walking around. Why? Because trees are obstacles and problems. Trees are complications and difficulties. Trees are impediments and hopelessness. Trees are barriers and inhibitions. No wonder Jesus couldn't perform healing on the man in his own region. Jesus had to move him out. So this teaching has been sent to move the impediments that the enemy sets before you and I. This teaching has been sent so you can see, children of God can see your goals and dreams. You can see your God-given creative abilities. You can see visions and the plans and strategies and ideas and all what God has in store for you. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13, he, 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 he replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots in the lake of fire. So that, that, this is what this teaching is for our children of God. It is so for you and I to grasp and take back the things that the enemy has robbed us from. And it is for you to know how to speak to the things that the enemy has planted in our, in our lives. Papa God said, I will pull up every tree he has not planted. What are they? Trees of difficulties. Papa God has sent this teaching to announce, to let you know that I'm going to pull them up. Trees of sickness and diseases. Trees of hindrance and setbacks and delay that the enemy has planted in your lives. That most of the time, ten times out of ten, we don't even know. Trees of witchcraft, trees of spells and hex and jinx and fatigues and witchcraft oppression and witchcraft depression and generation curses. Trees of charms and bad luck and and nothing is happening for you um, um, sometimes. Nothing is happening. Everything you do, there is a hindrance and there is a blockage. They are called trees of witchcraft. Sometimes you don't even know. But the Holy Spirit has sent this teaching as a point of contact to pull them up. Pull them out. Trees of impediments and impairments, strange illnesses. That will come upon you that you haven't even got a clue. How did I get this illness? How did this happen? Where no one has heard about it before. You go to the doctors. The doctors can't find what is wrong. They are called witchcraft. Children of God. Papa God has sent this teaching to pull them up. Because he did not put them there. Every tree of hopelessness. Trees that is designed to set you and I back. Papa God is going to pull up every one of them. 
trees of unforgiveness and bitterness that the enemy uses and want to, to use to distress you and to set you back through unforgiveness and bitterness and hurt and, and to set them as barriers and inhibitions against us. Papa God said he is going to pull them out. This teaching is sent to pull them out. Pull out the hindrance. Says pull out the inhibitions. Pull them out the barriers and the sabotages. And return every tree that the enemy has sent to harm you. Back to send them. Tell, to send up. Tell your neighbor back to send up. Back to send up. Papa God is going to return the frustration back to sender. The confusion back to sender. There is going to be confusion in their camps. Papa God said, I'm going to pull them out and I'm going to return them the confusion back to sender. Torments that they have sent to torment you back to sender. Plague back to sender. Pest back to sender. Chaos. Back to sender. Papa God is going to return it back on them. Sickness and disease. Back to sender. So Jesus said in verse 14. Leave them. Jesus said in verse 14. They are blind guides. If the blind. Lead the blind. Both will fall into a pit. The very pit that they dig. For you and me. Children of God, they will fall in their own pit. This is what the enemy did to the people of Bethesda. They cover their faces with veils of lies, making the people of Bethesda to see themselves like trees walking around. But Jesus has sent this teaching to open your eyes. You are not the trees walking around. He's going to take you by your hand, lead you out. Of the lies as he did to the blind man. So the Bible let us know Jesus took the man by his hand. Led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes. And children of God I like the spit. Why do you like the spit Pastor Sandra? Because the spit was no ordinary spittle. Children of God. Hear this. The spit was no ordinary spittle. This spit was a picture of God. This spit was the personification of God himself. The Hebrew word for this kind of spit. The spit that Jesus spat in the blind man's eyes is called Melek. M-E-L-E-K. And Melek is a Hebrew word. And the Hebrew word Melek means king of the royal king. It means king or the royal king. Melek was not survive, saliva or spill. Melek was a, a royal king. Melek is the personification of God himself. The part where he said, let us make man in our image and likeness. That Jesus spat back 
in the eyes of the blind man. Why the eyes? Because the eye is a gate. That's another teaching, children of God. I'm not going into that now. He spat it back in his eye gate. That is what this teaching is for. Anywhere the enemy has short-sighted you into who you are created, into who Papa God has created you to be. Anywhere the enemy has short-sighted you into who you are, Papa God has sent the cure via this teaching to spit sight back into you, your situation, your circumstances. The blind man was in darkness everywhere. Children of God, the blind man was in darkness. Everything about him was dark. He became a hopeless cause without form and void. Nothing was working out for the blind man. No marriage, no children, no job, no home, no vision, no career, no profession, no occupation, no dream, no responsibilities, no accountabilities, nothing. He wasn't even a good beggar. Because he didn't even have a walking stick or a guide dog. The Bible said um, it was people who took him to Jesus. And that was where he got his breakthrough. Thank God for caring people. When all has forsaken you. Family and friends and neighbors. God will find good people to care for you. Like what happened in the blind man's case. Genesis 1, let us know the earth was without form and void. Nothing was happening like the blind man's situation. The Bible said darkness was hovering over the face of the deep like the blind man's situation. And the Bible said the spirit of God, Malek, the royal king that Jesus spat in the man's eye, hovers over the darkness and declare, let there be light. And the Bible said there was light and God said it was good. So the spit was Papa God's DNA. Jesus could have spoken a word to, to the blind man. He could have placed his hand upon him. He could have prayed for the blind man to receive his sight. But Papa God wanted to wake the blind man out from where the enemy had darkened and prejudiced and distorted who he really was. Jesus had to spit the royal king, saliva, which is the Hebrew word malek, and the DNA, conduct a DNA profiling to determine the image and likeness of God. Malek, or the spit, was a, was a royal king. And I have been doing um, some research on the spit. Our, our saliva, the spit. And I'm blown to bits, children of God. This spit is the only biological fluid 
that shows similar characteristics to plasma. Saliva samples result in DNA of the highest integrity. I did not know that, children of God, until I was doing these studies. Saliva, your saliva, your spittle samples result in DNA of the highest integrity, performing equivalently to blood. Saliva is the only biological fluid that shows similar characteristics to plasma. Saliva is reliable and it replaces blood for DNA analysis. Saliva yields high quality, high molecular weight DNA. DNA in saliva is derived from both bucolipetelial cells and white blood cells. So the Bible let us know in Genesis 1 that the light that hovers over the face of the deep, the light enables children of God to see their God-given purpose and God-given dreams and talents. They are able to see the will and promises to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all they can ask or think. This was what Jesus performed in DNA profiling first to cure the blind man's vision. Jesus spat in the man's eyes and the spit malik, the royal king, matches the DNA of the man's and Papa God's. Oh, did you know that, Pastor Sancho? Well, the Bible said it, children of God. When Jesus had spit, on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked him, do you see anything? Verse 24, he looked up and said, I see people. There you go. Children of God, there is the match. There is the baby. The man said, I see people. Jesus said, what are they doing? Well, this is perhaps the sound of paraphrasing. Jesus said, what are they doing? They look like trees walking. So the man's profile matches Jesus because both could see people. The man said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. So the blind man's vision was distorted. He was not positioning. Why? Someone had slanted his vision. Someone had told him lies. Someone had prejudiced his view, but Jesus had the cure. Jesus used the cure, repositioned the vision for the blind man to see. Verse 25, once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eye, then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. I like that. He saw everything clearly. Verse 26, Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. Don't even go over there. Again, that's what, when he healed us and he delivered us and he saved us. Don't go back to the former things. Don't go back to the old boyfriend or the old girlfriend or, or, or the old habits or, or whatever the old drinking habits, what you used to take, the old 
connection, the, the bad company. Don't go back. Don't go back, children of God. This is what this teaching is all about. Don't go back. Don't go back. So I'm going to pray. And um, Papa God, we thank you for this teaching. We thank you most importantly for the cure. The blind man's profile matches Jesus. Because both could see people. He could see people along with Jesus. The man said, he said, I can see people. Jesus said, what are they doing? They look like trees walking around. His vision was distorted. He was not positioning. Someone that one had slanted his vision. Someone had prejudiced his view. Someone had, one had lied to him, but Jesus had the cure for him. Praise God. Jesus repositioned the vision for the blind man to see. And this is what this teaching is for. I pray that your children, your child, who have listened to this teaching, that you will and that it will be repositioned wherever there is darkness. That this teaching will hover over the face of every darkness in your child's life. I pray that they will cause this teaching will be the point of contact to remove the veil, remove the dark clouds, remove the film, remove the fogs, remove the scales. Let the fogs disappear from their eyes so they can see the blessing you have in store for them. Let this be a point of contact for deliverance, for just like the blind man. And I pray, Papa God, when they receive their deliverance, their healing, when they, re when they receive their sight, that they will not go back to the village. They will not go to the former things, but they will look unto you, the author and the finisher of their fate. They will find themselves a good church and they will go and sit under the teaching because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we thank you again for this wonderful inspirational teaching that those who that come into contact with it, it shall change them from the crown of the head to the sole of their feet. In Jesus' name, amen. So children of God, Pass this on and to your friends and to your families and to your loved ones and share it with somebody so they can come, they can hear the living word of God. God is holding us responsibility of when we hear such a word and such a teaching like this, a revelation to pass it on to somebody who you know who, who is in darkness who is in darkness, let the word, the light, the Bible said the entrance of the word bringeth light. Let this word begin to minister to them, to remove every darkness in Jesus' name. God bless you and I am going to exit and come back to you next week. God bless you.